Welcome to the Creative Brew, helping you keep your creative juices brewing. We're giving out chunks of insight, motivation, and practicality for your creative journey. We've got some great partners with the Creative Brew. First of all, Panels, Comics, and Coffee Bar here in beautiful Oceanside, California, right off of Mission Avenue. They've got some of the hottest graphic novels and comics out right now. They also have a wide assortment of merchandise, toys, as well as back issue vintage comic uh, comic books and that I'm sure has some hidden gems in there. If you mention the Creative Brew, you'll get 10% off of your next purchase. You, you can also check them out on social media at Panels Coffee or go to PanelsCoffee.com. My next partner is Elevate Coffee Trading, and if you appreciate specialty coffee, enjoy outdoor adventure, and love helping elevate the lives of children around the world, then you're going to love Elevate Coffee Trading. Their mission is to extract hope through love, coffee, and adventures. There's free shipping in the United States, and every bag of coffee helps sponsor health and education for children in coffee-producing countries and in areas of need in the United States. You can use promo code ELEVATE21 on your next order. And you can follow their journey on social media at Elevate Coffee Trading. Or you can visit online at ElevateCoffeeTrading.com and let's start extracting hope together. Another partner of mine is AstroPad. And if you're a digital creator like me and you constantly use your iPad Pro, you can actually use AstroPad to change your graphics tablet into another professional graphics tablet. Um, so you can use Photoshop, full versions of Adobe, Adobe Photoshop, Illustrator, InDesign, all your favorite programs right on your iPad Pro or graphics tablet. Um, this has been an awesome tool for me because I'm always having to do um, some fine tuning, editing, repainting, um, recoloring on, on various um, design projects or working on logos. AstroPad is a huge asset for me. Um, for teachers and, and uh, students and educators, they actually have a great deal going on right now. This is an annual subscription, so it's a, script, um, it's a, a subscription app, uh, but it's been a huge tool for me, and uh, I, I don't know what I would do without AstroPad. So you can check them out at AstroPad app or go to AstroPad.com. And my last sponsor is the CoboPod. CoboPod is a boutique video and audio production studio in, based in Oceanside, California. And if you're a podcaster, vlogger, content creator, uh, you honestly, you should really come by and check out the venue for yourself. Uh, anytime that I bring in a guest, they're amazed by the setup, amazed by the quality, the production value. Um, like I said, I, I think the Creative Brew just went up a notch. I actually went up uh, incredible levels uh, partnering up with CoboPod and I've been able to um, uh, create, you know, 4K uh, video um you know, everything looks great. Um, even the photographer that we have on staff, uh, you know, I'm, I use a lot of their photography for uh, for, for branded um, assets for the Creative Brew, um, as well as uh, the audio for my uh, podcast and my radio show. So um, if you want to feel like booking your session and maybe you're thinking about, you know, starting a podcast or maybe, heck, you want to just sit in one day, you know, I'm doing a, um, a podcast or a, I'm doing a show. Hey, come by, check it out. Um, see the venue, see the setup, check out everybody. It's a great vibe here. Um, but let's book your session today at coblepod.org. And um, another sponsor is Baba Coffee that is here in, uh, Oce um, I'm sorry, here in Carlsbad, California. Um, 
great vibes, good coffee. Um, I, I love the I love the setup over there. They uh, they actually offer uh, wine, coffee, dessert, food. Uh, I am I love the avocado toast over there. Check it out. Uh, that's one that I would recommend. And um, right now, they're actually every Sunday. They and it's actually going on right now. Is they have a uh, live music and uh, food trucks, I believe. So they'll have a, a chef there uh, as well as live music. So come by, uh, go by Baba uh, Coffee, and uh, they're there for a few hours. So they they usually have some different entertainment every every Sunday. So come, uh, go by there, check it out. Uh, so want to give a special shout out to my to my new sponsor for the show, Baba Coffee. Welcome to a new episode of The Creative Brew, giving you insights on your creative journey. Uh, today, we have a special guest, new guest today, uh, Eliza Martin. She is the, uh, which she'll probably, she'll tell a little bit more about herself, but she was the, uh, the CHOP 2020 uh, champion. So if anyone has watched that uh, that show before, um, she was the 2020 champion. And uh, I'm, I'm sure that could be a, a real high, high intensity um, uh, competition, I would I would assume, but um, but I'll, I'll let Eliza sort of share her story and um, we'll, we'll get going with the show. Awesome. Yeah, you know, it's funny, the the chop competition almost felt like another day in the restaurant. So <laughs> just like on, on hyperspeed, um, going a little more wild. Um, so my name is Eliza. I'm a professional chef. I like to say I'm a chef entertainer. I do a lot of teaching now. I spent over 12 years in restaurant industry, uh, kind of head down and grinding. Um, I started my journey in New York City and uh, I fell in love with food and food media working for the Rachel Ray show. Um, and I just kind of felt determined. I felt like I really needed to teach people who were, you know, kids who had just graduated from college alongside me how to get in touch with their hands, how to cook. I had suddenly fallen in love with this wild like food artistry thing. Um, so I like pitched this idea to uh, a, some sort of higher up at a Food Network show. And they were like, but do you know how to cook? And I was like, ah, I don't know. They're like, probably you should go to culinary school. <laughs> so three weeks later I did. Um, <laughs> and the rest of it kind of unfolded from there, man. I, I started um, culinary school. I did that for nine months. I graduated. I started working for food magazines. I started working for American Upscale Restaurant. Uh, I was a part of an opening crew, which means we started from the ground up with our restaurant. Uh, I worked for a very high-end catering company. Um, and basically anything anybody asked me to do, I said yes. <laughs> And then I spent several years being a glorified intern. Um, and after after that, I got very, very lucky. Um, within a year of graduating from culinary school, I auditioned for this competition that I had heard about through the James Beard Foundation, um, which is basically the, the Grammys for restaurant world, uh, wow. sort of this amazing foundation out of New York. Um, and uh, they were sponsoring a women in culinary leadership program since there were not a whole heck, there were like 2% of executive chefs at that time who were female. So they're trying to get a little bit more, uh, more ladies in the kitchen. Uh, so I, I won the competition. I got to go to Chicago and I started working in Indian food, which if you just look at me, I walked into an Indian restaurant and had no idea <laughs> what I was doing. I couldn't even pronounce some of the menu items. Um, and uh, I just kind of tumbled in head first. And that kind of led me to the next step. And then the next step, I started to fall more in love with teaching. I worked at a Creole restaurant training, uh, often homeless or at risk 
folks how to become line cooks. Uh, continued my love for teaching and started an aquaponic farming company that partnered with Chicago Public Schools to try to bring gardens in indoors for kids to again learn learn about the food. Um, and then I was offered an executive chef role in San Francisco, so I scurried on over to the West Coast and uh, took over an Italian restaurant. Um, and still found myself teaching. I would uh, organize these kids' classes to come in and make a mess of the dining room and <laughs> teach them how to make pasta. Uh, I was giving away recipes to our guests, which my uh, restaurant owner was not a fan of. And I just sort of decided I needed to do, I needed to teach full time. Now that I finally had the accolades, I finally had kind of like learned how to move around the kitchen um, and was still very much in love with cooking as a as a art form and a love language so I joined a children's culinary school and uh, when I moved to Oceanside here in SoCal um, I hooked up with a couple different schools and now I teach full-time so I work at an elementary school running a garden program I work at a high school uh, for some at-risk youth really helping them to also you know come back in touch with their hands and I work as a speaker for colleges I love it. <laughs> That, that, it's that, been a while for a little ride. Yeah, uh, that's <laughs> now from. <laughs> it's crazy, but the through line in all of that, it was just, I wanted, I, selfishly, I wanted to learn, but I wanted to learn so I could teach, so I could pass it on, because I really feel that this knowledge should be free. I feel like we should be teaching, you know, the next generation how to take care of themselves with food. Oh, yeah. um, and I am fearful that if chefs don't do it, I don't know who's going to, so we've got to we've got to kind of pay it for and pass it on in some way. That's awesome. So from 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 you getting to where you're uh, where you're at now, like what was the what was the time span on that? Because it seemed like you you did a lot of stuff. Like was that like <laughs> was that like in a ten year time span or is that? I mean, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, a decade. I just gave it to you in like five minutes. Um, I. <laughs> Uh, I graduated from culinary school in 2012, and here we are in 2022. Okay. So I spent roughly two to three years in every one of the America's largest cities, <laughs> and now and now we live down here for about two years, about a year and a half in SoCal. Wow. You you have not stopped. Wow. I'm not um, stopped, and that's why food is so cool because you really can never ever ever learn it all. I will never be an expert in every cuisine which is why it's so exciting for me and why I love, especially with kids, like getting it in their hands and having those little tiny light bulbs go off. But, and then it like, it sparks their creativity and then they, you know, they get hungry literally and figuratively, they get hungry for like more. And so I don't know, that's, that's the beauty of, of feeding ourselves, right? Such an interesting yeah. art, <laughs> such a lost form. Oh yeah, I, I would agree on that. I mean, so so you you for you you find more uh, for for and um, being a being more of a of a teacher than being in that sort of that shelf executive shelf grind. Um, yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think I struggled a little bit when I left uh, my executive chef role because it it felt so great to have that kind of title and yeah running my own team not that that was without just challenges again look at me i walk into a restaurant and i'm suddenly like the head honcho um and my my team was not super thrilled with me at first it took a while to kind of win them over with kindness 
Um, but I, <laughs> I've always had that kind of struggle. I'm, you know, a young white female walking in the kitchen world and that is something that's n not necessarily the norm. So, um, doesn't tell you it makes you stronger, but I think, uh, uh, for me, letting go of that title was really tricky. Uh, but I had to kind of, it had to be kind of an ego check. Like, uh, you know, to have a title and have a role is great on paper, but what it meant for my life and what I felt fulfilled doing was a little different. So, uh, yeah, I just, I really felt like I needed to, I remember the exact moment when I was like, I think I'm done. I was like talking to a, I had gone out to greet some of our guests at the, at the Italian restaurant and they were just in awe of this homemade ravioli I had made. And I was like, you guys don't know how easy that is. I'm really not sure why you're paying $35 for that plate. I like, here's what I just did. <laughs> so, so I was kind of in that moment. I was like, maybe I, I need to do something a little different. Um, and I've, I've been a performer before my life as a, a restaurant person. Um, I was pursuing theater and have a degree in musical theater. And so the song and dance performance of getting to teach and combining my love for food is just kind of like a happy little pairing for me. Um, and my teaching doesn't stop at kids. Like I run these, uh, corporate virtual cooking classes quite frequently too. And so, you know, even the Googlers of the world need a little help in the kitchen. <laughs> so, you know, we got to help the techies too. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I, I sort of, you know, there, there's certain things just, um, you know, doing some more, um, you know, just, just speaking and doing just, yeah, even with my own creative practice. And, um, you know, you start to go into, you know, you get to a certain part of your career, you go into some sort of, uh, you know, introspection at times. But I've sort of noticed that, I mean, even, even with you, that like a lot of the things that, you know, I, I think that you were, that you're doing now, like, I think I really feel like uh, even like you having that hunger to, to, to teach and, and be able to share knowledge. Like, I always feel like those, like those little seeds, like they, those breadcrumbs that like, they're always sort of dropped down in your life uh, in certain parts of your, um, in, certain, in certain parts of your journey. And I think sometimes it sort of tells you, um, you know, the direction that, that you need to go. Um, I, I think people that, that even like you, that that's always been, um, you know, that it's always loved to, to sort of share knowledge or teach. Um, sometimes you, a lot of times you can always see like a re direct reflection on what they were doing or how they, um, you know, how they um, experience certain things in their, you know, just through the course of their life, you know, you see things mm -hmm. to where they're always like, they've always been in some kind of teaching aspect or some kind of coaching aspect, or they've always yeah. been you know, a, a very talented, you know, leader or manager or, uh, or cook or anything like that. Mm -hmm. um, I always, I mean, what do you, what do you, what do you feel about that? I mean, you, you always feel like maybe just looking back at your own life and like, you look back and like, wow, like those little breadcrumbs were, were always sitting there. Um, <laughs> you know, what, what, what do you feel about that? Well, obviously I love your food innuendo. Of course there were breadcrumbs all along the trail for me. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so it's covered in them. Really. Um, I think um, that's so interesting to think about. I actually think that perhaps the maybe the difference between folks who find success or maybe at least find fulfillment are the people who say yes to those little through lines as opposed to kind of fighting them. I really think the world kind of shows you where you're meant to go. You just got to, you just have to say yes, even if it's 
the most terrifying yes you've ever given. Like you just gotta say yes. If the door is open, go and walk through. If it's you know, I, I think the world kind of shows you, but but you have to be open to it. And if you're not, you're gonna miss the breadcrumbs. You're gonna miss dinner. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I think yeah, for sure. The through line for me has always been wanting to teach, wanting to help in some respect. Um, and give as much knowledge as possible to whatever whomever I'm teaching. Yeah, I I, I agree with that. I mean, I just it, in my own you know life, uh, you know, my my granddad, he was actually you know he was had these little community gardens and uh, oh wow, uh, and even like when I was little, like I was his like his little assistant, so he showed me like how to <laughs> till the till the soil and planting seeds and watering and, and watching it grow, and then obviously you know harvesting and. And, you know, even now when I look back, I'm like, wow, he was showing me this, even the concept of it. And a lot of the concepts is things that I use in a lot of my, you know, a lot of my work. Um, And uh, so, you know, it's like little things you think about like, wow, he was showing me when he, you know, I don't think he really knew, but Mm -hmm. it's just one of those where you, you take that experience and. uh, Oh yeah. I don't, I don't know if any of our mentors ever know. Do they ever know that they're making such an impact? And we're, we're equally doing the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't think you ever know. I mean, I think you you feel like you want to make an impact, but sometimes you really don't see the actual, you know, the actual impact of it until years down the road when, you know, someone you talk to, you know, comes back and like, hey, thank you for showing me this. Now I can, you know, mm-hmm. run my own restaurant or now I can, you know, I'm cooking for all these, all these people. Um, you know, I, yeah, I don't, I don't think we ever really see the, the, the true impact um, ramifications until, you know, years down the road or. You're lighting uh, my fire again here, man. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh my God, look at all the people we got out like, it's a domino effect, right? But, um, the gift that you give to you. Yeah, yeah, it's. Like, um, they pay it on, they pay it forward. Yeah, yep. I mean, that's, I, I think that's what I told actually, uh, you know, talking to one of the uh, students today is, you know, I was like, you, you've got a great opportunity because you're in a situation where you're getting all this knowledge from someone that's been there. And like, when I was in middle school, like I didn't have that. <laughs> it was like, it was just like, Hey, you know, you're an artist. It, you know, you love to draw. I don't know what's going to come of it. Um, and uh, so, yeah, you know, and honestly, you know, you go out and honestly trial and error, you know, things work, things don't work. But um, now I've, I've had the opportunity now to sort of come back full circle and, share my knowledge with you know um some aspiring creators and uh you know i'm still learning too i mean i i'm i think i'm always been a sort of just continual student and yeah. sort of um you know building you know my craft and and learning how just how can i become a better you know creator or communicator um mm. but uh yeah i think it's always just a continual you know learning process um mm-hmm. you know it's mm-hmm. and I, I know I, i'm sure you share the same sentiments. I mean, with all the things that you've done, I mean, I, I, what, what have you said no to? Boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> my, my work just always comes first. That's how I've always been. Um, uh, yeah. And I think my husband now can attest to that actually. Um, a lot, a lot of my life stuff, I pushed as like a back burner item and like the work I was involved in has and, and still does almost always comes first. Um, yeah. 
uh, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that there are some people who are really great at saying yes, but when you say yes to like the really hard stuff, that's when your real character comes through. Um, and, and putting yourself in situations that are highly uncomfortable can only lead to growth. I, I think, I mean, right. You get, you gotta throw, we, we say you throw them into the fire when you get thrown on the line and you're gotta like, you know, sink or swim, like get, figure it out. And that's how you learn to sweat the blood, the tears. It's like, <laughs> and I, I love what you said too, about being an uh, ongoing student. I think that that is also what definitely dictates success is staying curious in whatever field you're in and consistently trying to hone your craft if you think you've made it you probably haven't made it so <laughs> you've got to like keep learning and growing and we talked a little bit about mentors but finding those mentors in your life even if it's it just like for a day you know for me that would look like staging in a kitchen at a restaurant and learning a new way to butcher something or you know craft something whatever that might be uh and and continuing on the like journey to to keep trying to perfect even though you know you're never going to quite perfect it and then kind of passing it on does that make sense yeah that, yeah that makes yeah that makes perfect sense i mean it's yeah it's one of those where uh, i don't think you'll ever uh you know i, I don't know I, I know personally i can be my own worst self-critic Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that the work that I could put out, you know, people could love and I'm going to be like, oh, I probably should have, you know, should have considered this. And I don't know. I think I just have, I, I don't know, just maybe some just crazy high expectations for, you know, just for me or, you know, just uh, maybe the things that I want to, you know, put out in the world. I mean, I just want to mm-hmm. make sure that, uh, you know, I want to make sure that I communicate it as effectively as, as, as possible. But, uh, you know, I, I think it just, I think whatever I do, do I you know I think as long as you do it with love and intention great love and intention and um I think it always comes out um good I you know I, I talk to my wife and like a lot of times I'll go to different restaurants and you no know, I might get like a sandwich or I'll get you know something and I can tell right off the bat I'm like they they did not cook this with love um and I'll I'll taste it and I'm oh my like, gosh I the very first restaurant I worked in which I got, I got this gig by luck, you know, you just who you know, right? Like I, I was like, my guy I dated introduced me to the chef and was like, okay, she's ready to go. And I was like, I'm not really ready to go. I didn't even graduate culinary school yet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Put me in, put me in coach. And so like (laughs) on the line, I made possibly every mistake under the sun. Um, But she graciously kind of held my hand, mentored me through somehow did not fire me and I learned every single one of those stations and even like took over for her for a while and so like I think the one the one pinnacle moment that I still reflect on is (laughs) we were in the middle of a really busy service and I was working what's called garmanger like salad cold stuff easy stuff dessert not sorry pastry chefs not dessert is easy but my station was easy um but I I remember she like took a bite of one of the line cooks risotto he had just put up on the line and she practically threw it back in his face and was like you did not cook that with love make it again and I was like oh oh, it's real it's real 
And, you know, tons of chefs have said, I've heard Rick Bayless say that he's one of the famous chefs in Chicago. Like if you, you can kind of walk in and feel the energy and you can, you know, you're receiving physical nourishment. So you can kind of tell if like the line cooks in the back are scared of the chef or, you know, some somebody who just like was having an off day. You, you can tell. Oh, yeah. Yep. The energy yeah. just, just transforms in a different form. And, and I, I, and I'll, I'll say that, yeah, I'd say that to my wife all the time. I'm like, even like I'll, I'll get a coffee or I'll get a sandwich or just something. I'm like, they, they did not make this for love at, <laughs> at all. And, uh, I, I mean, I know I can tell, like, even like when I'm cooking and like there, there'll be times where like, maybe it's just a crazy day and I'm like, okay, I need to hurry up and cook something. And it doesn't come out like I want it to compared to, when I've got an hour to prepare and I'm just mm -hmm. going through, I've got my music on and I'm just, you know, just cooking. And then my wife can, you know, taste it and be like, man, this tastes great. Like that's mm -hmm. when I know, like I took my time with it and I was sort of present with that food. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't have to be a chef to know that. Um, no, no, and, I think everybody can cook. I need yeah, to say it yeah. five more times. Every, everybody can cook, just muscle memory. Like you yeah. just, once you do it, and you get in tune with it and touch with it it's just using your two hands the best of your ability i think yeah i love that i you're absolutely right taking taking time making time not just taking the time but like making the time to whatever your creative outlet is actually giving it some weight and yeah. giving it time in your in your day yeah I, yeah I've, I've noticed that i mean when i make the time to to focus on something it turns out completely different than me saying oh i like, I've got to hurry up, got to hurry up. I've got 30 minutes. I need to make something. And like, like I said, uh, you know, obviously people's, uh, people's got, you know, just different things, um, you know, going on, no judgment, but it's just one of those where we, we, we make the time for things. Um, you know, we really want to prepare something. We make the time for it, or we really want to go out to watch a movie. We make the time for it or anything <laughs> like that. Um, yeah. So, um, so how about, so right now, so you, okay, you're, you're, you're teaching right now. Um, you're enjoying that. Um, how, how did you get connected with, uh, with Rob at uh, Baba Coffee? Oh my gosh. Great question. It's just all in who you know, isn't it? It's just, yeah. We're constantly building our little communities. Um, so my, my amazing real estate agent, his wife has become a dear friend of ours and our real estate agent has too. Uh, Bryce Carrier, he is an amazing guy here in Oceanside, and mm -hmm. he helped us find our home, um, my husband and I. And so that became this like lovely, incredible first friendship, <laughs> which I still cling to. Um, and so uh, the mom, the mother-in-law of our real estate agent found out that I uh, was a chef and that I love to teach. And she just so happened to be starting a new job at a high school. Um, and so as soon as she called, I was like, yeah, I'll be right over. Let's get these kids cooking. Um, so we started that program. And at the same time, she also introduced me to her neighbor, which happened to be Rob at Papa Coffee. And um, <laughs> I think at first, he probably was a little skeptical of me because everybody knows a chef, right? Everybody's like, oh, I know. I got yeah. a friend who's a chef. And so I think, of course, there was some skepticism until we got to hang out and I got to cook for him. And uh, yeah, now we have a really special thing going over there every Friday. Uh, my husband and I rock and roll on a pasta station, <laughs> make some nice Italian bites, which I is my my heart song food. 
but yeah, it's all it's all kind of a wild how who you know and and saying yes, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here it is again. Yep. Uh, yeah. It, it's so so that the the pasta. I said I'm a, I'm a big fan of the of the menu. I, like I said, I'm a pasta fanatic. I can <laughs> really eat pasta every day if I if if I wanted to. My wife she's not a big fan of pasta. Like she'll eat it at times, but like if I had spaghetti every day or something like that, I would, <laughs> that's it. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I was, I was actually tasting the the menu and I, I finally got to taste the, the, the ravioli that you, mm-hmm. that you made. Um, what, like all, all these, the, the things, the items that you have on the menu, like, what is that mm-hmm. inspired by? I mean, I know it's, it was sort of a weird, it, I mean, I like the the whole menu, but I didn't know what it was, what your inspiration was. So a lot of those items are things that I dreamed up while I was working uh, in my executive chef role at the Italian restaurant. Um, Things that were complete accidents in in the kitchen um, and things that were just uh, specials we would put on the menu and just things that I like to create, things that I think people will love. Um, I think what we're doing with our menu right now too is we're starting out a little bit safe so we're sort of making it super approachable and um I'm ready to get weird soon but for now I think we're doing something that's a little bit more uh you know super comfort food and and high quality very and simple kind of upscale elegant without being too I don't like I've worked in in restaurants where you know you turn liquids into foams and you create these like you know uh, I, I'm, that's not my kind of cooking. I, I love doing it. I love being around it. I loved eating it and enjoying it. But my my kind of food is just good old fashioned comfort food that makes you feel feel satiated, feel nourished, and feel like you've you know you got something awesome out of your dish that wasn't like leaving you hungry afterwards. <laughs> Wait, would would you ever consider uh, doing like a little uh, sampler? platter of some oh of i love that idea you said that once and i'm gonna take it i, I, was, like, I, was, I was like i want this this, this. Like, I can't... and I, i'm one of those i'm one of those like i love concocting things so like mm-hmm. i'll be like i want this but add this so i like i'm, I'm always love like samples like i want to taste it every day <laughs> <laughs> perfect you're just in the bar next time we're just gonna play i'm just gonna give you all the extras <laughs> yep hey i don't i don't mind that <laughs> i love it i love it yes awesome <laughs> So, so right now, um, so how, uh, so you're saying you're doing um, online uh, virtual teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. how, how, how did you get that? I mean, how did you get that set up? COVID, a pandemic hit and I still felt the deep, desperate desire to teach. And uh, it actually started in San Francisco with a company I was working with as a children's culinary school uh, called Culinary Artistas. And I was running all their camps and uh, I was the director of education there. Um, this was after I had left uh, Restaurant World. And so I was uh, in charge of all of the, the children's education. And then I had also taken on doing some like corporate team building events and doing stuff in-house with our beautiful studio space. Uh, and then pandemic made everything come to a screeching halt. But I was still like, how are we going to get this knowledge to kids? Like, we can't just stop met some of their parents and I don't want them home by themselves. I need to help. I don't know what to do, but I'm going to help. So um, we, I didn't even know what Zoom was when COVID hit. I didn't, I had never made an Instagram story. I didn't even know there was a button that was possible. So I, I just took it and ran with it and kind of forcefully started creating these opportunities to teach. And we were doing like free 
cook-alongs with kids weekly. Um, and we were approached by a couple of different tech companies to see if we could do it for their team building activities since everything had switched to you know remote work. And we just said, yes, there it is again. Just said, yes, we can figure it out. We'll make it happen. And we eventually came to design these really beautiful kits that we could mail across the country. Um, so everybody could participate in the cooking, um, all their ingredients would be included. And so, and then, you know, bit by bit, that started to grow really fast. And so we've got some really amazing connections with some tech, very large tech companies, Google being one of them, um, that needed this, were, you know, hungry for these kind of things. Um, and so that blew up over the last two years. And that's kind of what I got into. Um, I still run them here and there now that everything's kind of transitioning back into normalcy. Yeah. Um, I still run them here and there for schools and for corporate teams and families and uh, people sell, you know, uh, colleges for their like alumni events. Um, and it's, they're so fun. And they're like an hour and a half of just like, let's cook, make something happen, make a mess in your kitchen. And like, by the end, we eat something awesome. Um, it's super fun. And we sometimes will bring in like a live musician to play on the Zoom. So it's kind of like dinner and a show or uh, a dear friend of mine's a Broadway performer, Bruno Singer. Um, so it, it, it's just like a whole performance. <laughs> yeah. So, so are you, so you're still, are you still doing those? I mean, I know what yeah. everything's really, oh, okay. All right, cool. I, I didn't know like what things easing up now. I didn't know. How many was... hats can I wear in a week? All of them. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you think. <laughs> <laughs> so, so right now, I mean, um, so you, like I said, you, you've had a quite, quite a journey and, um, so. And it's only just begun. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, think about, oh, I'm only a decade in. I have so much work to do. <laughs> oh yeah. You got another, you got another like 80 years to go. <sighs> Plus some. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what I said. I, I plan on being 150. I'm going. I'm, I'm going yeah, for 150. Amen. Um, that's it. So uh, right, right now, I mean, what um, what's been like the 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 toughest thing you've experienced recently? Just something that you've that you've experienced, or maybe you've seen, and mm. and that that sort of caused you to sort of change the way you perceive life, yeah. or even just perceive you know the things that you're doing right now. Is there has there been anything recently? Mm-hmm. Well, we all have some wild battles, I think. And I, th- uh, I can think of a few that have really stuck out in my, you know, over the last 12 year journey. One I've already shared with you, and that was who I am in the kitchen has yeah. always proved a little bit difficult to form connections with the team I'm working with. Um, a lot of, a lot of times, you know, when I walk in, I, I can feel that I'm not instantly trusted and to me, that makes sense. Um, but then I also have to kind of, I've, I've felt in the past, specifically when I first started my culinary journey, that I need to prove myself. And whatever that looked like, it could be something ridiculous, like, no, I don't need any help. I'm going to lift the 50-pound bag of potatoes back up. Or, no, I don't need any help. I'm going to prep all of that in an hour and go. And, or maybe, you know, it meant I was coming in early and staying later than everybody else just to kind of like hone whatever I was doing and then maybe doing a terrible job passing off tasks to other people because I felt like I needed to do it. Um, 
getting through that, I think there were a lot of like ups and downs, roller coaster ride of figuring out who you are in your industry, especially when you're, I, I was a kid when I started and I didn't, I was taking on good and bad habits from people that I was working with, whether that was like feeling like I needed to shout to be heard and you know, getting angry or sassing at some server, you know, all of those things that I hated doing, but I felt like I needed to, because that was like, which is what you did figuring out kind of again refining my character in in these environments and recognizing that when I really just was myself things just went better so if I didn't put on a show or put on some sort of mask or act things went smoothly so it's kind of it's engaging that sort of trust in self I think that's really really hard if you're new to an industry or you're stepping into a new role or a new job or whatever it might be but especially when it's a creative outlet you you pour so much of yourself into it your heart mind body soul goes into whatever it is you're making um even for me that was like you know flipping a burger like I still wanted to put all of myself into it and finding a way to do that in uh, like you said, present way and honest way as, as Eliza, as me, not as like whoever I thought I needed to be in the kitchen. That took a little bit of learning, 12 years of learning, <laughs> still learning. Um, and I think that that goes, you know, that with every creative field, you have to kind of find your own voice and your own kind of spin on things, not only to keep it interesting for yourself, but interesting for your audience, right? Um, I also think, you know, there, there, there was a pretty poignant moment when I was working in the restaurant world when I lost one of my grandparents and, um, when they passed away, I kind of realized that, you know, life is so short. There just is no need to do the things that I'm not feeling fulfilled doing. So, you know, I, I really felt called to make more time for family. I was like, I'm never, I had missed so many Christmases and Easter's and holidays because I was in a restaurant setting and I was like I just don't I'm I don't do that anymore um so kind of also owning my priorities became a new kind of way I had to put my stamp on things and put my foot down about what I was going to do in the industry that's that's awesome answer I mean it's yeah I think we're I think we're I think everybody's still you know we're, we're always you know reframing and and trying to you know, change our story a lot of times. I mean, you know, what we thought worked for so long, you know, we get to a point where like it just no longer works. And, you know, you can either keep trying to force the situation or, you know, yeah. like you did stop it and be like, I, it's time to repivot. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think, um, and for you, I think you were courageous enough to, and I, you've always been one of those um, trailblazers. I could tell anyway that you know once you say yes to something or you say no to something like that's it. Um, and I think a lot of times people, you know, we get used to just you know we'll get into a situation knowing it's not you know like we've only done we can only do so much and we still keep trying to push 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 and mm-hmm. and um, you know we get to a certain point where it's you know sometimes it's like it's too late. Uh, I don't know if it's necessarily too late to change, but yeah. you would want to try to do that in an earlier, you know, stage in your, you know, in your yeah. journey than, um, but uh, yeah, it's just one of those where we're always reframing our story, always changing, um, you know, what we thought, who we, you know, we always trying to figure out who we are and what we thought we are. And, 
and um it changes um you I know think in those moments is when like you said you you go back to the breadcrumb trail like yeah like stop trying to force yourself through a wall that isn't going to open if, yeah. if you can be a little more open to what the world is saying like look back at the breadcrumb trail i like that motto i'm gonna, do, I'm gonna keep that <laughs> you know I'm, like I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah, trademark that. <laughs> Go back to the breadcrumb trail. Like you, there is a through line, and if you can come back to whatever it is that either gave you joy or brought you fulfillment, you know that's a good start. And then you can pace yourself in the air. Yeah. Yep. Don't work. Let's go back to the drawing board. Like, <laughs> what what made you feel fulfilled? Let's go back to that, and then you know, let's see where we can go. I mean, it's just. I think everybody had those points in their life. Everybody had those points where it's like, man, this is oh yeah, this is something I I am in love to. This is something I'm going to do for the rest of my life. And then we got those situations where like, uh, this this is forcing the issue. Um, and uh, I think just being smart enough and wise enough to know the difference and know like when you need to <laughs> when you need to fold or or put all your cards in and, and let's see where it goes. But um, it's always trial and error. Um, so, but yeah, that's that's a that's a great great answer. Great answer. Um, so right now, I mean, what what things are inspiring you right now? All the kids I teach. Holy cow! I wish you could <laughs> see them in action. It is so amazing to watch somebody who has never been allowed to make a mess, or never been allowed to pick up a knife, or never been told that they actually could do something important with their hands, do those things. And I. Chills. Oh, I'm so proud, especially my high. I'm gonna get in there. Oh, I'm gonna get emotional. I'm so proud of my high school kids. They, they, they shot. Sometimes they do it better than I do, and I am just like in awe of the the tenacity, their their drive, their desire to achieve, their like want to to do better and and do right. And these are kids who are coming from a background that is not necessarily ideal, right? They may have a broken home or they're on their own or they're kids who are struggling in their in their high school. So they move to this particular high school so that they can regain credits and kind of get back on track and, and figure out how to use their time wisely. Um, so <laughs> these kids, man, they're they teach they teach more than i teach like i get more from them i think than i give to them so <laughs> i i i that's what really inspires me is those little tiny moments of empowerment the reason i fell in love with cooking at the at the start you know when i was a college kid and i was cooking for myself for the first time was because i felt empowered i got the i got the tools to take care of myself and that is a, a crazy kind of independence that you know, food has a pretty cool gift of giving. So I think uh, I think that's what really motivates me is is watching any you know my students have ranged from three years old. I was teaching little toddlers all the way up to eighty nine years old. You know, depending on what walk of life I was in. If I was working in the restaurant that was a nonprofit, or I was training some people, we would have working at the restaurant. I've had a lot of students. <laughs> And I think just giving them that empowerment is what makes me want to just like keep going in this direction. Great. That's great. Yeah, it, it's nothing. Hang on. When you, yeah, when you see those little kids and those high school kids, man, when they, when that light bulb pops on, that 
there uh, i think there's no no better fulfillment because it's like now mm -hmm. it's like i don't i don't have to teach anymore like you already you got it like yeah, you, you know got what, it yeah oh, that's it that's <laughs> it as soon as you give them that little tiny like still hard to trust yourself when you're a kid right but when yeah. you give them that little moment and kid of all age i mean i'm talking like these techies that i hang out with doing these virtual events they may be in their 30s they may be in their 40s but you give them that little moment of trust in themselves and like i i tell all my students like your two hands are the greatest tools you have so giving them that kind of like newfound confidence in in what they can do for themselves is just like unmatchable it's so cool <laughs> um so right now uh this is a a, a question i ask everyone uh, all my guests um creative tips what is a creative tip or tips that you can provide our audience follow the breadcrumb trail <laughs> <laughs> i i think from from the seat that I have, I guess, I, I want everybody to be more engaged with how they feed themselves. It does not have to be upscale, fabulous French cuisine. It can be as simple as making an awesome grilled cheese sandwich. But just getting a little bit more in tune and in touch with nourishing ourselves will directly impact kind of the rest of your life. So I think in creative terms, Finding things that I, I feel like it's it's so easy to say and so hard to do, but finding the things that give you fulfillment are what make the difference in a life well lived. And so having the tenacity to say no to the things that aren't fulfilling you and say yes to the things that are, whether it's like whatever you're cooking for yourself or your actual career move, that's, that's what's going to bring a little bit more light to, to anybody's life is trying to pursue the things that bring fulfillment. And I use that word a lot because I love that there's two, I have full and fill in the middle of it. So like, I, I mean, it's like destined to be my word, <laughs> but fulfillment, real, true, actual reward that gives back to you in a meaningful way, makes you get excited to get out of bed and perhaps I'm going to go, you know, I feel like my mom when I talk like this, but I, I, I really believe that all of us have a very deep seated mission to leave the world a little better than we found it. And it could be the tiniest little blip of anything, but I believe that if you can do that, then you've achieved what you were set on earth to do, right? If you can just leave it a little better, whatever that looks like. And I think if you pursue those sorts of missions and goals, your creativity can just blossom because then it stops being just about you and it's about something bigger, right? <laughs> Mama soapbox. Yeah, hey. Stop me now. <laughs> so um, words of wisdom. I mean, we're, since we're, we're, we're on the soapbox right here, um, <laughs> Word, words of wisdom, you know, what, what are some words of wisdom that you can uh, share with our audience? Hmm. Well, I think anything that Julia Child ever wrote is liquid gold. So just look her up. <laughs> 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 um, 
One thing that I uh, I always kind of found inspiring to me was uh, a Bible quote, and I don't it don't think it really matters what faith or belief you have, but it's very simple. It's three words: be joyful always. And so, whatever that looks like, whatever you can create in your life that brings you that whatever that might be, joy, I think is really essential. Um, and I, I think we, uh, I, I went to a Catholic university and we had this motto there that was be who you are and be that well, uh, which is a pretty heavy, that's a high task, right? Be who you are and be that well. So I talked a little bit about that when I was sort of expanding on trying to find myself in my industry, trying to be me in a crazy world that didn't really seem accepting of me and, you know, all the restaurants I was working in. But I think I like to put a little spin on it and I say, feed who you are and feed that well. <laughs> so for me, that's my little slogan. <laughs> I like that. I'm about to share that with my, with my class here. Uh... Yeah, be, oh God, I have so many good philosophers to share with you. Be who you are and be that well. What a, what, you know, what a task. St. Francis de Sales, that, that guy. <laughs> So um, right now, what, what are some um, upcoming projects that you're brewing on? Something that you sort of got stirred in your head right now? Maybe you got it on paper. Um, is there anything you got going on? Uh-huh. We got a bunch. So we have these awesome happenings that are going on at Baba Coffee every Friday. That's brand new. We've only done it for five weeks. That's going to hopefully stick around. Um, and as he expands, he's, he's going to be able to hopefully bring us on a little bit more. Um, but we're there every Friday, 4 to 8 p.m. Uh, in Carlsbad. And then we're also partnering with a local winery called the Coomber Winery. Yep, here in Oceanside. Love Coomber. Love Coomber. And uh, we're going to be doing a dinner there, a wine pairing dinner, uh, at the end of the month on March 28th. It's a Monday night. Um, doing a, a little fun Eliza pop-up wine pairing. Um, it's going to be awesome. Uh, and then hopefully uh, I have in the works potentially having some cooking classes there as well um, at the winery and uh, growing and building from there. I've got a few college speaking engagements lined up um, and just the more the more kids and schools that I can get into, even if it's just for a one-time speaking engagement, the better. So that's what's also coming down the pipeline for the fall. That's great. It, it, it now is... It... Now your husband, I know you. We've talked a little bit before. Now is your is, is your husband? He's he's like Bless the assistant. Him. Is he like the assistant? Bless. <laughs> That's my buddy. He's my, my buddy. He's my sous chef. He's my don't you can't call him. He's my sous chef. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he uh, he he's excellent in all that he does. Um, he he's my schlepper. He helps me carry all the things from here to there. Um, he is awesome at setting up. He is, you know, he, he takes the orders for me. He helps run things. He's also, he won't say it, but he's also a phenomenal cook. Um, when it comes to things that involve smoke or fire. So anything that's grill, open flame, smoke, heat, righteous. I, I, I let him cook some of the things if you can believe it. Um, which is awesome. Uh, but yeah, he, he's my right hand man. <laughs> Which is great. It's good that we're still married after that. <laughs> it does, does a lot for us. Yeah, I, 
I would, I would say so. I was like, wow. I mean, the the journey you had, you you've got to have someone that's got to be pretty patient. To, uh... <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you feel like you feel like he balanced you out a little bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I can be like way up in the clouds, and he helps keep me grounded. I think so. <laughs> so he's one of the. He is really great, actually, at reminding me. You know. Mother Teresa says, if you can't feed a thousand, feed just one. And sometimes I get real busy trying to feed a thousand. Yep. And he helps remind me, like, you j- just feed one today. Just feed one. <laughs> so <laughs> helpful to have a yin yang situation. Yes. Yep. <laughs> that That is the truth. That is the truth. Yeah, my, my wife, she, she grounds me. And I'm, my head is usually somewhere in the galaxy somewhere. <laughs> But uh, yeah, you all gonna have that person that sort of balance you out, or you'll, whew, you'll, get, you'll get lost real quick. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, the rabbit holes. <laughs> so um, right now, so how can people uh, reach out to you for any kind of um, media inquiries, um, food bookings, uh, speaking engagements? What's the best way to contact yes. you? Thank you for asking. So my email is my fastest response method. I am at Eliza at Eliza the Chef dot com pretty easy uh my handles are the same at eliza the chef okay awesome awesome well uh like i said i've got an audience on the on the east and west coast so um like i said they they'll they'll have access to you now and uh so yeah that's uh this is like i said this has been a great episode um definitely could have talked about all kinds of things for another hour or so but um but yeah definitely like i said this is one of those where um and uh, I think uh, Rob actually got me in contact with you and, and then we yeah. got connected from there. So yeah, it's just uh, one of those where he's good, good guy. And uh, mm-hmm. I actually, I actually got connected with him through COVID and um, I just wanted to reach out to just a lot of the local businesses and coffee shop and just support them. And I think I recorded a podcast there and, you know, you know, just support it. And we just became friends after that. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, it's just, uh, I think it's just one of those where, you know, you, you know, that, uh, you know, creating those relationships, cre- creating those networks. And you just, you just mm-hmm. never know who you connect with. And I was like, I told my brother, cause my brother loves to cook. And I was like, Hey, I got this, I got this lady named Eliza. She was like, she, she won chop the chop chicken show. And he's like, how do you meet these people? And, uh, <laughs> you just say uh, yes. You just say yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Please check out, um, Eliza Martin, everything she's doing. Um, she'll actually be, um, uh, well, at the time of this recording, this this Friday, um, she'll be at Baba Coffee. So please swing by, check it out, um, support her, support what she's doing, support Baba. Um, I think that's when you have a healthy ecosystem. Um, when people can come in and support others, that's when everybody can rise together. So um, other than that, hey, this has been another awesome episode with me, with Eliza. And be creative, stay inspired.